0: Hey guys, welcome to another video. And in this video, I wanted to do a review for the song, Coney Island by Taylor Swift. And I believe it's The National um, off of Taylor Swift's album, Evermore. And so this was a a song I really enjoyed. And I don't think I had really listened to The National or even heard much about them. Um, before, before this album and I looked it up and I think the National I think one of the lead singers in there was uh, is uh, Aaron Desner I think and I think he's also a member of uh, the Big Red Machine or Big Red Machine or something like that and um, I thought that was really cool because um, the first time I heard this song um, I thought it was Bon Iver Um, that was on the vocals and I looked into it and I was like oh I guess it's the national and it's actually pretty crazy because literally it took me the longest time to even realize that Bon Iver is also a band and it's not just one person because all this time I thought Bon Iver was just one person Um, but yeah so I thought that was really interesting and I thought that was really cool because I didn't know that Aaron Dessner was just casually in two bands. So I, I like uh, big um, the Big Red Machine. So I'll have to listen to more of the national stuff. because I'd assume I'd probably like that as well. And so, of course, if you guys have any song recommendations from you know the national, uh, feel free to drop them in the comments below. And so I love how in the song she says, uh, Taylor Swift, she says, break my soul into looking for you but you are right here if I can't relate to you anymore then who am I related to and I think here it's almost like she's saying she can just sense the fact that her and this guy are kind of you know growing apart um and it's like she's looking for something somewhere else they're looking for, you know, looking for who this person used to be, Um, but it's like physically he's right there. Um, But I guess the part of him, but, you know, there was a significant part of him that's now gone. And then when she says, you know, if I can't relate to you anymore, then who am I related to? I thought that was just interesting, too, the way that she used relate in there. You know, it's like, if I can't even relate to you anymore, it's like, then what are we even doing? You know, then... I'm not relating to anyone at that point and we're not connecting anymore. And then she says, and if this is the long haul, how'd we get here so soon? And it looks like she's saying it was just a relationship where things just kind of, things escalated quickly. And I feel like oftentimes in relationships, um, when people rush or when things feel rushed, that's where things sometimes can start to happen where you're like, oh, you know, I didn't know you were like this or whatever, and things can go south sometimes if things get rushed too much at the beginning of a relationship. And then she says, over and over, lost again with no surprises, disappointments close your eyes, and it gets colder and colder when the sun goes down. And here, especially towards the end of it, I had thought about, you know, and she says, And it gets colder and colder when the sun goes down. I imagined it being like her essentially saying the sun representing her and she's essentially leaving the relationship. And so she's saying it's getting colder and colder. Essentially, as she leaves the relate, if she, you know, leaves and moves on and all of a sudden this sun that kept things warm and did the best that it could to make things work. The second that she leaves, things instantly get colder. And then I think this is where The National came in, but I can't remember. Um, And, you know, they say, you know, do you miss the rogue who coaxed you into paradise and left you there? Will you forgive my soul when you are too wise to trust me and too old to care? And so I actually meant to look up rogue um, because I... I feel like Rogue, um, of course, I know of like the car, I guess, like Nissan Rogue, but I uh, I'd meant to look that up and totally forgot. But um, I like how they say, you know, will you forgive my soul when you are too wise to trust me and too old to care? Um, essentially just saying that it's like, will you still, will you forgive me when you fully moved on? Will you forgive the mistakes I made? Will you be able to look past them and understand that, you know, I may not have known exactly what I was doing at the time, or I may have been in, you know, a bad place or whatever, or still immature and, you know, still learning. And then, and then they say, because we were like the mall before the internet, it was the one place to be, the mischief, the gift wrapped suburban dreams. Sorry for not winning you an arcade ring. And so, yeah, I just I liked this line because it made me think of, um, you know, just how pre-internet, pre-social media, before phones and all of that, people really had to rely a lot more, I guess, on one to one interaction. And it reminded me, you know, things like Blockbuster where it was like before Netflix and all these other, you know, Redbox or whatever it is, and all those other things became a thing. You had to go to Blockbuster or just buy the cassettes that you wanted to watch them. And so it kind of took me down memory lane and thinking, you know, wow, like with her saying, they used to be the mall before the internet, it just made me also think of how they must've just had such an incredible dynamic between one another that um, it was just one of those things where they just had such a great vibe and connected so well that it was just incredible. And they both really enjoyed spending time with one another. And and then when she says, sorry for not winning you an arcade ring, it almost made me think of, I don't know if she's saying, sorry for kind of taking... Um, taking him for granted or taking the things that he did for granted. Um, Because I think whenever you think of winning someone something, you think of, I guess, winning them something and then also giving it to them. So that giving aspect and the appreciation in that, I just feel like that was her saying, you know, sorry for not appreciating you enough. And then, you know, she says, Were you standing in the hallway with a big cake Dropping hints to let someone know It's your birthday Happy birthday Did I paint your bluest skies the darkest gray um, Ruining his innocence a universe away Or actually, I think I just wrote that I think, um, yeah, I think I typed that in there But, you know, did I paint your bluest skies the darkest gray A universe away And, um Yeah, I also think I jotted a few notes down, but um, so were you standing in the hallway with a big cake? Um, So, yeah, that's where I thought she essentially was saying that he was dropping hints to kind of let let her know like, oh, it's my birthday and just kind of bringing up that same thing where she just felt or he just felt unappreciated because of the fact that he would have to do things like, you know buy a cake or you know something like that just for her to remember like oh it's your birthday and I think that's it also tied in well with the whole arcade ring and where you know she started to take him for granted and then when she says you know happy birthday it's just kind of like oh you know I guess it's your birthday you know happy birthday you know it's just like saying it to say it but it's it's just it doesn't mean much to her and then when she says, did I paint your bluest skies the darkest gray? I think, you know, you think you think of, of course, you know, blue skies. You think of sunshine, sunlight. And then you think of darkest gray. And you think thunderstorms and hail and things like that. And so, yeah, I think she's essentially saying, she's asking, you know, did I ruin his innocence? Did I ruin this... Um, Because I think everyone has this idea sometimes of, you know, what their soulmate is supposed to be or, you know, what the first person they love is supposed to be like. And I think what she's saying is, did I paint your bluest skies the darkest gray? It's like, did I ruin this idea of love that you had? Or, you know, will you ever look at love the same? Because I've hurt you so badly and... I think, unfortunately, that tends to happen where a guy or a girl can feel like they did everything for a relationship. And if it ends badly, it just leaves a sour taste in their mouth because they start to think, you know, oh, I did everything right. I didn't do anything wrong. And this still blew up in my face. So, you know, what's the point of doing that in the future and things like that? And so all of a sudden that I guess uh, they're. I want to say naive, but their sense of, you know, love all of a sudden has completely shifted. And I think that's what Taylor is saying here. Did I kind of strip you of that innocence? And so, yeah, I think that was, that pretty much sums up my thoughts for the song. Um, Yeah, I loved the national um, being on there. And yeah, you guys, that, let me know what you guys also think about the song. If you guys um, agree uh with what i guess i thought of the song um and yeah yeah feel free to let me know and also any song recommendations from the national are always appreciated and if you guys liked the review please like comment and subscribe and like always i'll talk to you guys in the next one